Yeah, we're no different than anybody. Like, this isn't some fairy tale of like... We're no trust fund babies Yeah, or... like, oh my gosh. Like, this is possible for all of us. Like, if this is something you want to do, whether you want to take a year, you want to take six months, whatever it is, you know, healthcare traveling is what made this possible for us. And if we can do it, anyone can. I think that's the point. Is like, we always want to show... Welcome back to the Trav Says Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And in this episode, we are literally seven days away from leaving for our year of travel. And we are going to be talking about everything from packing to the COVID restrictions and how, what we had to do to get out of the country. And what else are we going to talk about? Our kind of our plans, our yeah. next steps, what we've got going on. And it's going to be a fully loaded episode. So let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome. We're your hosts, Kim and Erin. We are healthcare travelers. We've been traveling for the past nine years. We are entrepreneurs and we are officially, I feel like I've said this the last couple of episodes, but we are leaving in seven days. Seven days. From the time of this recording. From the time of this recording. For our trip around the world that we've been planning for years, and our first stop is Italy. I was and I, I am so freaking excited. I, know. I was actually giggling because we just did a video for our backpacks, and we had the toughest time when it was Kim's line, and she was saying, we are healthcare travelers turned entrepreneurs. We couldn't get the word turned in there. I... It was like a freaking Our battery was on our camera was I dying. Mean, we would get like a good take, and then the battery would die. It was a freak show. You know what it reminded me of? Of when we were recording the Traveler School course. Oh my God. And we were in San Diego at the time when we recorded it. And it took us a couple months. <laughs> and when we weren't working, we would literally sit on the couch and we would film video after video after video. And we have, it's funny, uh, we actually have a bloopers video on, on YouTube which is the making of Traveler School bloopers. And like watching that back is so funny because we would just go insane. Like, because we would just be filming like all... So we would literally start... That's crazy to think about. We would start filming Traveler School. We would try to do a module a day. And we only shot on the weekends because we worked contracts during the week. And so... And I was at a stroke center and I was on call and it was nuts. And so we would try to get in as much as we could. Actually, that was the contract that I had 17 days of call a month. That place was ridiculous. And we still filmed the course. Wow. So we would literally, we'd be watching the windows and they would go from daytime, early, like bright day to like dark at night. And Kim would just be like, I want to go outside. Well, and it's funny. Yeah, I know. I'd just be like looking out the windows crying, like 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 sliding my like nails down the glass, like let me out of this place. But um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, no. Drag it out. Oh, no. It was... The point was that it's funny because when you're filming something like Traveler School, there's very specific things you want. It's not just us on a live stream, like, shooting the shit or here on the podcast, right? Like, you want to make sure you're you're getting in as much as you possibly can. So it is scripted to a degree because we're following an outline. And that's kind of how today's video was because we were filming the insert for our backpack. And it's just... 
crazy like what goes on behind the scenes and how it makes you like loopy and you have no idea what you're saying or what you're doing lots of cursing and screaming but then the camera comes back on and you're like hey guys welcome yeah after you're like Fuck yeah we you. we literally i was on a roll i was saying exactly what i wanted to say it was coming oh, out so fluid good. and then the camera just dies and i lost it like literally if we had neighbors i'm sure they would have called the police well you literally like scream so hard you like farted and like shake your pants. okay and that then, never happened and they, that never happened it was loud I never once farted, babe. You to- you totally made that there up. That's a, insane to me. There was a loud sound that came. I hit my hand on the table. Okay. I didn't fart. Maybe maybe it was that. Oh my god, your brain said that I farted <laughs> and shit my pants. But the point was that was funny is that literally one second later an Amazon guy dropped off a package, so I know he totally heard the screaming. Oh, I'm so sure. he was probably They always have their earphones in though. He so. was he like threw the package out the door and took off. <laughs> Anyway, that's been new with us. Okay. We have been making lists. Uh, we've been packing up the house. We've been getting everything prepared to go to storage. <laughs> we've had a lot going on. We just made another list to make sure that we were still on point with everything that we needed to get done before we leave. Which pro And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about in this podcast. Pro tip, if you're ever... Because Aaron was like, I'm feeling crazy. Like, I'm losing my mind. Like, two seconds before we got on this podcast... Because there's a lot of things swirling right now, right? There's a lot of things to do. And so we were like, okay, before we get on, let's do a brain dump. Because when you're up in your head, when you have a million things that you know you have to do or you think you have to do, once you put it on paper, which took us, what, five minutes, ten minutes? Less than that. And then it was like, oh, okay. It kind of like clears the space to be like, okay, these are the things I get done. It's not as overwhelming as I thought, even though it is. You know, there's stuff to do. But it's like you feel like a, you relax a little bit. Like, okay, cool. Like, once I see it on paper, I'm like, I'm good. Well, and that's the thing. It's like when you put it on paper, I was literally looking at it being like, so that's it? Because yeah. it did. It felt so overwhelming. And yes, I mean, these are five days worth of stuff. Easy. But the problem is, is like, or the, the benefit to this is, is not only do you see that it's more manageable, but you get to cross it off the list and feel that sense of completion. And then when you look at that list, you're like, what was I so overwhelmed about? There's no better satisfaction to me in my life. In my life, okay? <laughs> wow. This is a, this is a strong statement. Very strong. Than crossing off something on a list. I sometimes will even write things down on the list that weren't on there but I did just so I could cross them off. <laughs> It makes me so I agree, happy though. I and agree. horny. I whoa, I like that actually. <laughs> I'm just in there like, like yeah. crossing things. Yeah, off. literally like that. Like, like touching myself. Touching myself. Cross it off the list. <laughs> this has turned into like yeah. an X-rated podcast. Sorry if you have kids in the car. Earmuffs. Okay, so what did you say? Earmuffs, children. What Earmuffs, video was that? Oh, little, the uh, little girls. And that was no. That was Saint Augustine video when you were trying to honk the horn and you started cussing. Oh yeah, yeah. earmuffs, right. little dandies. Yeah. Okay, you didn't say that. <laughs> I like little. Can we get to the actual okay. show? Okay, so here's the here's the thing. So we're leaving for Italy in seven days. So we've said that. <laughs> I want to preface two things. A. We will not be doing a podcast next week. Good call. Right? We decided to take the week off because we will actively be flying. And we just want this weekend to be able to focus and get everything we need to get done because we are leaving for a year and not coming home. Right. And so we thought this will be our last podcast. 
I feel like it's so funny because we've been gearing up for this trip for like years. <laughs> so like, you know, this has been a long lead up. It's been very like teasing, you know, it's like a year and a half ago we were talking about this. So it was kind of like, this is the final podcast leading up to this trip. The last one we're going to do in the United States for a while. And then next week we'll take off. And the, the next time we come back on will be one week into our trip and we'll be in Italy. So we thought that would be really fun because we can recap and we can kind of like go over all the things that I'm sure will come up. Well, us. again, and I and I, I feel like we said this last podcast or the one before, but it's been funny because we've technically, we've had this vision to take this podcast on the road with us. That was the whole yeah, like that's premise. Where we started it. And we were all excited. I mean, we didn't. We kind of knew we were gearing up for it. But yeah. I mean, we, we had some episodes going until then. But like that was the whole thing of like, we'll just, we have these cool topics that we sorted out. We'll do them and then we'll go for our year of travel and then we'll have content galore. Then when we came home, we've just been like dragging this bitch out. Like, and like, what are we talking about? And now I feel like this is really cool. This now is it's This is what the podcast was intended, intended for. But it's also grown into something more than I ever thought it would right. be, which is beautiful because the healthcare traveling and the way to be able to tell those stories has literally been a blessing in disguise. A hundred percent. Because the whole purpose was to share the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler, right? To kind of get away like traveler schools, logistical stuff and our Facebook group is logistical stuff. So this was kind of the whole fun vibe of sharing the lifestyle. And at the time, the the lifestyle was we were gearing up for a year of travel. So we thought how fun to take this on the road with us. And then two years later, here we are. <laughs> we are. That the other thing I wanted to say too, so next week, no podcast, but make sure you follow us on Instagram because we will be doing like quote unquote real time. I try to keep it as real time as possible. Sometimes I'll do videos and then I'll post them later at night on Instagram story because I want to be in the moment and be present. But it's still daily. It's still daily. Yeah, it's still the day. Um, but make sure you're following us on Instagram because that's really going to be an, an Instagram story specifically because that's where we hang out. I do videos every single day and that's really the behind the scenes, the real time stuff of what's happening. Um, us, you know, traveling in business class from New New York to Italy and like our first time doing that and just getting to Rome, all of that. Filming YouTube videos. Well, I'm getting to that. No, I'm saying like you actually are filming the story while we're doing YouTube videos, kind of keeping it real. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to be like filming you filming. I yet. know. But the point is. You get what I mean. We, um, that's the best place to follow along in real time if you want to and follow the adventure. Like it's going to be a lot of fun and that's where we share the most is on our Instagram story. So that's at Kim and Aaron G. Best place to hang out with us, ask questions, and we'll be sharing tips and stuff there too. The YouTube part. Since you jumped the gun there, Bobby. Bobby. Nice. You just had to get that in, didn't you? Well, that's what you get called when you're in trouble. Which, (laughs) P.S., that's Aaron's real name. So, I didn't just make it up. But I don't go by that. So, don't think it's funny to call me that. Capital B. (laughs) Bobo. Okay. So, we're doing a weekly YouTube video. Mm -hmm. And so, we're, we're like, okay, the podcast and the YouTube are such a great combination because here we can tell stories and share tips and all of the things that are going on that like you wouldn't sit down and and film an hour long YouTube video about, right? It doesn't make sense to tell a story in that kind of a way. But YouTube, we're going to be doing a weekly video every Sunday. A new video will come out and it will be about our travels. 
So we're gonna be focusing a lot on food and wine and cool things to do, unique things to do, lots of outdoor stuff, adventure stuff, volunteering. Yeah, so each week there will be a new episode for the entire year that we're traveling and it will also coincide with the podcast too. So it's like a visual and audio storytelling vibe of travel. But so. I think that's what's beautiful about Instagram too is because it's going to be like the week, right? So we'll still be kind of behind schedule. We'll be a lot farther down the road when the YouTube video comes out. So keeping up with Instagram keeps you in real time versus, you know, seeing the cool thing that happened last week in the YouTube video. Oh yeah, in- Instagram's the most so intimate. So it all works this- together. It all works together. Yeah. So YouTube is also Kim and Aaron. So head over there, subscribe. We would love if you guys followed along. That would be so fun for us. Well, and I'm gonna ask a simple and question. YouTube. We don't ask very much of you guys. It's very beautiful to like the video and to comment once in a while. Like, tell us what you liked about it because seeing those comments on YouTube and getting that engagement is is so much fun for us. It keeps us going. And it keeps me going. And when I'm editing 8 to 12 to 15 hours per video, it's just kind of nice to see a like and a comment (laughs) from the community that we love. Oh my gosh, that's so true. So do it for me. Throw us a like here and there. Yeah. It really does. I mean, it takes Aaron so long to edit these videos. And it's funny because like people will um, like DM us and be like, oh my gosh, like... I love this video or whatever. I'm like, can you, can you put, put that on YouTube? Yeah, put it on YouTube. That would be great. Right. Because <laughs> it really does help the algorithm and all that. It does. To push our videos out so people can actually Well, see and then that. I know that people are enjoying them. Well, it's fun. Right. Yeah. So we're like, oh, let's keep going because people are actually yeah. liking it. Which this. I would do anyway because Anyways, I love my own love videos. Too, but. I love the smell of my own stench kind of deal. Yeah, but would you do it if zero people watched it? That's Ooh, that's actually, that's almost a podcast in itself. Well, but yes, I would. I was going to answer that too. Go ahead. I, I would, because again, it when I really get down to the nitty gritty of it, I would feel so shitty if we went on this year of travel and didn't have something to look back on for ourselves, because I learned that back in 2006, 17, when we went on our six month trip and being able to just watch those videos back, although they're cringeworthy. Like, oh there's God. still videos that I can be like, we did that. Yeah, there And, like, that's why I create YouTube videos. So, yes. Anyway. I would say yes, too, because we genuinely love to do it regardless if anyone watches besides my mom. Yeah. But. And my mom watches. And Nana Papa. Yeah. They love it. And my nieces, your nieces, they're, like, our number one fans. Yep. Um, but I wouldn't put as much effort into the editing and like all the time it takes. I feel like it, if it was a home, quote unquote, home video just for us and the family, it wouldn't be as um, strict. Like no, the, I, I probably, it wouldn't be as intricate. I probably wouldn't edit. I would just come home and edit from working. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying if that's what we were doing. But I love the weekly videos and the people liking and commenting because it holds me accountable. I can so, cross it off the list. Yes. Ooh, and I could do it for you. <laughs> okay. For play. Okay. All right. So that's that's kind of the the housekeeping stuff. And then I also wanted to say too that we're very much aware. You know, those of that been listening or following for a while know we've been planning this trip for a while, and it's going to look very different than it did when we had planned it pre-COVID. Right. Completely different trip, but. We are aware of that. We are choosing to go anyways. 
and we are both vaccinated and we are going to follow the rules of every single country and we're going to be responsible and respectful of what's happening everywhere we go we are going to stay up to date on everything that's going on because as we know things change every day and we're really just going to be in the mindset of being flexible and being go with the flow and and really just taking it day by day and making decisions and choices based on what's going on. And so we have that expectation going into it. And so I just feel more relaxed knowing, hey, we'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. And it is what it is. Yeah. And we'll be sharing all of that as we learn it with you, um, which will be really cool to do. So you can kind of see what it's like there, like out there. Um, I do want to just add one thing that you said, you know, we take COVID very seriously. Um and that comes down to like even respecting countries that even though we can get in, if they're having a bad time with COVID and they're like, yo, vaccinated Americans can come, we're still going to look at that and be like, should we go there? Because it's not fair that their citizens are locked down and we get to like roam around. And then why would you even really want to do that? Right. You have to like weigh out all the options, right? right? Because like there's a lot of countries that are begging for people to come because they rely on tourism, right? Like they need money. They need people coming in. So yeah, you really have to weigh out what's actually going on. So like Italy right now is their vaccination rates are, I think it's higher than the US. Yeah. It was like over 60%. Well, per population. Right. Um, and their people are not on lockdown and their people, they want, they want, the Italians want people to come because they want money. They want tourism and, um, and you have to wear masks and stuff inside and all that. So anyways, that feels good. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to take it one place at a time and go from there. Well, I think that's a good lead into what we had to do to get into Italy. Okay. So let's get into this. So in each country is different. So if you're planning on traveling anywhere, you have to know that you have to look up the specific country and what their rules and regulations are. So for Italy, we, again, we're vaccinated. So it's going to be different if you're not. But we have our vaccination card. We just found out that we don't have to get a COVID test. Not to get into the country. We, yeah, to get in. Like we thought we were going to have to. So I was like running around. We're in Colorado. Like I was like on my phone trying to find a place to get a rapid test because it was way harder than I thought. I thought we could just schedule something, go and in. drive through and bing, bang, boom. It was like we couldn't get in anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is crazy. So we were stressing out about that. And we ended up finding a place that we could go, but we had to pay like $200. But at least we knew we could do it. Anyways, come to find out if you're vaccinated, you do not have to have a COVID test. And I called the airlines to make sure and all the things. Um, so vaccination card, a patient, a patient, a passenger locator form you have to fill out and you also have to print and carry it with you. Where do you find that on the United website or? Yeah, there's a website that will, um, the country website will tell you, but then also we're flying United. So United has like a travel center under your reservation and they make it so simple because they tell you exactly what you need. So it says, you know, here, get your patient locator form here or, you know. Patient? Why do I keep saying that? Well, because you're a healthcare worker. The passenger. And so it tells you exactly what you need. It even tells you this is the date that you would need to get your test. And this is the test that's accepted because a lot of times it might not be a rapid test. You might need to get another quantifiron test. I don't know what that means, but it's like the rapid versus the PPR or PCR or whatever. 
So, but they'll tell you exactly what it is. And we're going into Germany. So you also have to look at the country you're doing a layover in, even though you're not getting out of the country. So for, for it said in United, nothing is required for this. So they make it super easy and clear. Um, and so that's all we had to do to get into the country. And I will say that again, everything changes yeah. every day. So at the time of this recording, Italy has released this green pass system, which means, so basically if you have to be an Italian citizen in order to get one. You have to either have been vaccinated in Italy, have a negative COVID test 48 hours prior to, or 48 to 72 hours prior to whatever it is that you're doing, or, um, a, like some kind of documentation showing that you've recovered from COVID within the last six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you have those things, you get what's called a green pass. And that now is required. Your green pass is required to go to restaurants, to go to museums, to go to on public transportation, trains, uh, flights, everything. You have to have anytime you're going to be like in a social gathering, you have to have it. So we're obviously American. We're not, you know... Italian citizens, so they say as of now that a CDC vaccination card will also be considered like a green pass. Yeah. So they you have to have that on. And we also just heard from uh, another traveler that we follow that if you do not have your authentic CDC pass on you, your vaccination card, a picture will not work. Is what they were saying. So yeah. you have to have the authentic, like vaccination like the copy, card, the physical yeah. copy. And we're not really concerned with this because we're not coming back to the States for a while. But in order to get back into the United States, you do have to take a COVID test to board the plane. What? But I will say that we're leaving Italy. So that's one thing we have to look into the next arriving country. It could be the same as the United States. Each country is completely different, Mm -hmm. right? So there was one girl that I've been talking to um, on Instagram and she's a travel nurse Went to Italy, had the most fantastic time, and was you know trying to board her flight to come home. Tested positive for COVID and ended up having to quarantine for ten days in Italy. Which of course you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind being stuck in Italy, but you're locked down. Like you can't leave for food, you can't leave for anything. And they actually, she said, they come to you to test you again to make sure you're negative before you get on your flight. So that was kind of a crazy experience. And she had to pay for the place. Right. I guess there's some spots that they can take you that you can go into and, and you don't have to pay. But it, it's very situational. And she ended up having to pay. So she's like, I almost spent like $2,000. Like, whatever. Okay. That's, That's something crazy. to think about. We're not. I know. But it will. Right. But if we're like leaving Italy to get into Greece and we pop positive. Or leaving God Greece forbid, to come back to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Lord. Okay. Well. It will also possibly change, like we lose our like American, like kind of leaving from America, right? We leave from that country. So we've almost in a way become what those citizens are. Well, right. right? Because some countries even ban, like if you're coming from these places, Correct. like for instance, we, our initial plan was we were going to do two weeks in Rome and we were going to go over to Greece and, and go to the island's go to the islands there and come back to Italy. 
And now Greece is having this, you know, outbreak of COVID and the CDC now says it's like a level four, don't travel there, even though we know tons of travelers who are currently there right now. So things are always a little bit different on the ground than what you see like going on on, in in the news and that kind of thing. But does that mean then now we're coming from that country? So we might have issues getting into other countries. So those are all the things that we have to think about. Logistics, baby. My brain baby. hurts just thinking. And I like to plan, but Lord, help I me. I know. Hey, you want to talk about packing? I do. This is um, something that came up because Kim was Instagram storing our packing. And we've just been getting a lot of questions about how do you guys pack for a year? And I think that's a really, really good question. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know. One, if you packs. know, then let us know. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. When we packed our suitcases, I was like, hot damn. I'm impressed. Like, yeah. I'm really impressed. But here's... I was going to say, we've had a lot of practice, though. Well, yeah. We've had nine years of practice. And we, a couple of years ago, yeah, it was, we were on our way home from Chico when COVID first hit, when we came home from New Zealand. Okay. So. Well, one, again, just really backtracking because I know where you're going. But one, we've been minimalistic healthcare travelers. Our first talk at TravCon was being minimalist. As travelers, that was back in 2017. We really kind of took that on because we realized one, it helped with burnout. Two, it was easier to go to and from contracts. And three, it was easier to be done with a contract and leave and go outside the United States for so long because we didn't have anything holding us back. Plus, it's just really nice to not have things. Uh, it makes life so much easier. It does. And the less you have, the more you realize you really don't need that much. Correct. It's crazy, right? So that's that backstory. Okay. So then... So thanks for setting the... The, the tone. The stage. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a couple of years ago, when we originally were first taking this year trip, we were in New Zealand and COVID happened. We came home. So we had our suitcases were packed, okay, because we came home and then Aaron ended up working for seven weeks. And so we had all of our stuff in all of our nice clothes and shoes and all that were already in duffel bags. Well, that's the crazy thing you just brought up, which is funny because when we left for New Zealand, we took all of our nice clothes and we literally packed because we thought we were leaving for the year. So we packed our suitcases to be gone for a year, even though we were going to New Zealand for three weeks, put all the rest of it in our duffel bags for our roof bag and took that to my Leeds house. Right. So when we came home, we just never went and got those duffel bags. Well, right. So if that sounds confusing, because we went to... So originally when we were starting our year of travel, we started in New Zealand. And we were in New Zealand in a van for almost a month. And then the plan was, because we left from California... We are doing the New Zealand thing. We are flying back to California. We are getting Mimi LaRue and our roof bag and all of our stuff. We are driving across the country to Florida because that's where we we're from. And we are going to leave my leave the dog at my sister and uh, park our car and, and all and like put stuff in storage. And we were actually going to leave and start in Mexico in April or May. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like why, but so we were planning on coming home from New Zealand anyways, but we were planning on coming home, driving across the country and, and, and leaving. We weren't planning on coming back and having to take a contract and all of that. So we had packed all of our nice, because, you know, we were minimal, but we had nice go-to clothes, right? Well, everything has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But 
cute stuff. You want to yes. go to dinner. I got leather pants. I got we like to dress scarf. up. Yeah, we like to be cute when we go to dinner and things like that. So we had we had things that we liked. and so But all of that stuff was ready to go on the roof bag. We were taking home. We were taking it to storage. In our suitcases, all we had was our like New Zealand gear, mm-hmm. most of it. So it was like very, it was like hiking and, and workout. and Like ca- one like, pair of jeans, like super couple basic, t-shirts. Nothing nice, right? And then we had our hiking shoes. And so on that trip back to Florida, our roof bag was stolen. And so all of our shoes, besides our hiking shoes and our sneakers, all of our clothes, everything nice that we owned was gone in a flash, just gone. So obviously that was upsetting, but it did help us downsize very quickly. And this is the kicker because, cause people are like, well, why don't you just like buy new clothes? Like that makes sense. Right. Cause we literally, we had like nothing like cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we knew at some point we are taking this year of travel. We didn't think it would be this long in advance. Like we thought, oh, give us a couple months. We'll be out of here. Right. Like everybody thought. So we're like, why would we go buy? Why would I go buy a pair of leather pants and boots and like a pair of pink heels? We're leaving for the year. So we were very intentional with not buying stuff. So to start with this whole packing thing, we were already starting with very minimal stuff because we only had a couple things to begin with. Right. So it definitely made us easier. If I had a whole closet full of clothes, it would have been more challenging. I don't know though, because again, going into it, we still we still have two bins worth of clothes. That's true. That we're not taking with us. So that was the crazy thing. I think the biggest thing when you're packing you have to get through the foggy mindset of like, I'm not going to look my nicest when traveling. Like I might have one nice outfit. Like I have jeans, a pair of nice shoes, like nice sneakers. They're like dual function, right? They're almost like Converse or the low top uh, Under Armour. So they're good for walking, but they still kind of look nice in jeans and a nice t-shirt. And I plan on wearing that every time I want to Look nice. Right. That's my one outfit. Well, you have to you have to really change your perception, right? So if if I was packing for a vacation, so Ooh. packing for a vacation is very like different. Boulder. Yeah, than travel than packing for a year of travel. It's very different. So if we were going to Italy for two weeks, like I would have cute outfits. I would bring you know couple of pairs of shoes, maybe a hat. Like you would plan the cute outfit. I, I I like cute outfits, even though I like to be minimal and simple. And I've definitely changed over the years. I used to be way more into like clothes and stuff. Um, but I still do appreciate cute outfits and all of that. So my bag would look very different. I'm going in with the the, the mindset of like, I'm traveling for a year. So I plan on wearing the same stuff over and over and over and over again. And we will have laundry. And I'm bringing just very like basic things, like a couple of rompers and a pair of jean shorts. And you are bringing your boots though. Okay. That is the one thing I am bringing. Okay. And oh God, that's where I'm kind of tossed up because now she has her nice boots to wear with jeans. And I forfeited my boots because I'm like, and I forfeited my hiking shoes, my hiking shoes, but I have my tennis shoes. So the Ugh. the debacle is, oh, so first off too, our goal is that we want to chase the summer. So that also makes it very easy when you're packing because I'm not bringing a bunch of sweaters and 
you know, cold weather stuff. If that was the case, then you would you would have to pack very differently. So our goal, not that it's going to be exact, but we would like to follow the summer around the world. So we are thinking we'd be in Europe and then it would get colder and we would move on to like Southeast Asia or a warmer place. That was kind of the intention. So that's where you have tank tops and things that are very easy to roll up and, and they don't take up a whole lot of space like a bulky sweater. That being said, our plan as of now is we're meeting a friend in Germany to go to the Christmas markets, which Germany, those are in December. So Germany in December is like freezing. But I do have a pro tip on that. So what Kim and I have found is Under Armour actually has very expensive but worth it um, thermal underwear. And they're rated at different levels. So like the 2.0s, 3.0s, 4.0s. 2.0s are literally like you could wear them in Florida when it gets cold and they're they're okay. But as you step up to three and fours, those are like what people in Alaska and Minnesota and like deep in the winter of, up That's north, like have. they're like uh, one of the reviews I read was a guy that worked on the tarmac out in like mm-hmm. one of the coldest areas of the north. And he was like, I'm so warm in this. And I was like, done, like I'm done. So we bought them and they're fantastic because one, it's thermal underwear, which you can wear under your jeans and your normal like shirts. And it's perfect and they pack down really easy. So we have a set of those and then we have a sweatshirt and then we bring our North Face jackets. And that's pretty much what keeps us warm. Right. So I'm not going to be walking around Germany like I probably would if we were just going on vacation with, you know, cute up with boots and yeah. Yeah, like a long jacket and a scarf and, you know, whatever, all the things because. Like mittens and a beanie. Yeah. So it's like you have to be okay with. You know, I'm just going to wear the Under Armour thermals and I'm going to wear a sweatshirt. And I did bring one turtleneck. It's very, um, it's thin. Very thin. Uh, So it packs up nice, but the boots. So I kept going back and forth because I can't take the boots and the hiking boots. And so I have to pick one. And I know we're going to be doing a lot of hiking, but also the only other pair of shoes I have is a pair of Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks, tennis shoes, and then either hiking boots or boot boots, right? Boot boots. Those are my choices. And so I wanted to be able to wear, and they're really cute. They're brown. They're small. They're like little booties. Pinocchio boots. I don't know why you call them Pinocchio boots. Because they look like wood. Okay. Wood? They look like wood shoes. Okay. Well, they're like leather. Right, but they have that wood look. Like a wood floor look. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So they're your, they're your they're Pinocchio shoes. Yeah, okay. Geppetto made them for you. Okay. Well, and they're all handmade. Exactly. Okay. They're, they're my favorite boots. They're super nice. And so I wanted to be able to wear a pair of jeans and a tank top with boots if I didn't want to wear Birkenstocks. And you said if it's cold, at least keeps your feet warm. And that was the other thing. Because I'm like, well, if we're in Germany... Or anywhere that's cold, and all I have is Birkenstocks, and the only other thing I have to wear is tennis shoes. So I like the option of having like the turtleneck and the boots. So that's something we've been going back and forth on because I feel like I'll get a lot, and they're great walking boots. So like they're comfortable. I can wear them around the city while we're walking. I wear jeans and a t shirt quite a bit. So I don't know if I'm making a huge mistake in bringing those instead of the hiking shoes, but I feel like I can hike in my tennis shoes. So I. I, I don't know. It I also I also feel that I could have room in my backpack for your hiking boots. Oh, don't tell me that. That's a that's a thought because I think I'm bringing mine now that we're having this conversation because the only reason I wasn't bringing them, I have room 
to do it. But I wasn't bringing them because I felt bad that if I had good hiking shoes and Kim didn't. So I was going to kind of just go with you on that one. But I think the one thing that I want to add here too is one, we've learned this from experience. And when we first left for our six-month trip, when we originally thought we were living in Southeast Asia as digital nomads, we packed a lot differently because we didn't know. But what we learned from that trip also helped us in this one because one, you have to understand, it's just like I say in healthcare traveling, the less you have, the easier it is to get from place to place, which then decreases burnout. Kim and I are traveling. Yes, we're gonna be traveling a lot slower, but that's still maybe every two weeks we're gonna be repacking our suitcase and heading out somewhere else and repacking our suitcase and heading out somewhere else. And when you're constantly trying to fight with your suitcase, that gets tiring and frustrating. So we don't want that to happen. So our suitcases has to close very easily. The second thing is, is understanding that, yes, you might get 70 pounds to fly out of the United States, but they base that on the fact that you're going on vacation. So when you're overseas, the other airlines don't have the same qualifications when it comes to poundage. So if you're sitting there with like a hundred pound backpack or a hundred pound suitcases, you're going to be paying a pretty penny. And a lot of times they don't allow you the same room to put into the planes or when you get to a new country, they're not always, you know, picking you up in SUVs. They're picking you up in small vehicles. So you want the least amount, at least what we figured out. Like if we could hop on a tuk-tuk if we wanted to with our luggage and go because we have very simple things. Yeah. So that goes into the packing thought process as well. Yeah, we learned a lot. I mean, we brought books. Like oh. we, I mean, like 20 notebooks. I, I mean, we, you, you live and you learn, right? And also what we learned is that you can buy stuff on the road. You know, I thought I had to have everything I would need. And I had extra of this and extra of that. And you can get normal things on the road. You wanna buy a dress, go buy a dress. There were so many cute dresses in Bali and Thailand. Like We bought beautiful Under Armour uh, shoes, tennis shoes in Thailand. Yeah. You want a sweater, buy a sweater. Like you can get everything you need on the road. So I'm going into that mentality of, you know, oh, I, I find a, a cute backless dress that I really want to wear that I haven't found yet here, but I find one in Greece, I'm going to buy it, you know, um, because I can. It's if you there. see some sandals that you like, yeah. buy some sandals. So just know that you don't have to have every single thing. You can pick things up on the road. Um, and also, my saving grace is uh, packing cubes have made a huge difference because I like things to be organized. And so, you know, in a packing cube, I have sections. So I have a workout section. And so in that, I, I brought a couple pairs of like black legging pants. I brought uh, a couple tank top shirts, you know, like a workout shirt and then two sports bras and uh, two pairs of shorts, like running shorts. And that's in one packing cube. And then in the other packing cube, I have um, a couple of rompers. I have, what else did I have? A More of your nice walking around town. I was just trying to think of like actual, like the amount of stuff that I brought. And then a couple tank tops. Mm -hmm. And that's one. And then I have one that's underwear. And then one that's, you know, a bathing suit and socks. And then I have a pair of jeans and I have a pair of jean shorts. Mm -hmm. And then in the other part, I have um, my, you know, makeup bag and that kind of thing. I did decide to bring my blow dryer. Oh. I So I wasn't going to at all. That would be your hiking boots. Yeah, 100%. That would be that. I, originally, I was not going to bring the blow dryer. But, and I tried to get a little small one for travel. It doesn't work. It's not hot enough. 
And so for me, I was like, I got the Brazilian blowout. So my hair does dry more straight, but I like when I go out to dinner or something like I want to look nice. And so I want to be able to blow dry my hair. I don't always want to have to wear it in a ponytail. So if we want to go out to dinner in Rome, I want to be able to do my hair. So I thought, you know, but will those circuits handle it? I have a converter. Okay. Yeah. So you have a converter that you plug in. So it like will convert the electricity. Okay. So we'll see how it goes. I'll keep but that, you. I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. I, th- I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, because, I mean, am I never going to do my hair? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I just keep thinking of Thailand with that blowout bar. Yeah, um, but I'm not going to get my hair blow dried every, you know what true. I mean? I don't, I but don't know. But then you also wear your hair up and you look cute. And you know that you're traveling. So, I don't know. I'm bringing it. All right. That could have been your boots. I'm bringing it. Huh, interesting. All right. Well, stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. You yeah, we'll have from... to we'll have to keep you posted on what we shed along the way. Yeah. But I think we did pretty well. Um and... Oh my god, my suitcase closed without the extension. And that was the point. We wanted it to close easy. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I was just trying to think if there was anything else cuz I wanted to kind of give specifics of what we packed to get, but I think we did. You, you brought a couple of pairs of workout shorts, a couple of shirts. So I have more workout stuff than you do, yeah. which I think that well, Kim helped me shed like four workout outfits. I don't know why I had so many. Um, but, you know, I was like bringing two separate black cutoff sleeves and Kim's like, just take one, dude. Like, yeah. so I was like, oh, you're right. And then I was like, but it goes with these shorts. She's like, nope. Like you already have a pair of gray shorts. Get rid of those. And so we really went cutthroat. So I have like four workout, three or four workout outfits and then three t-shirts that work with shorts or my one pair of jeans and then my tennis shoes, my sandals and my um, little loafer shoes. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm bringing my hiking boots. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. There's laundry. Yeah. And I don't know how it's going to be in other countries. The only time we've ever had our laundry done was in Thailand and Bali. And there was, we were living in a little village in Bali and there was a place right up the street in like the little village we were in and we would drop our stuff off and we would bring so much laundry. They would wash it, dry it and like press it mm-hmm. where it would be so like thin mm-hmm. and it was a couple bucks. Yep. I mean, it was the best money we ever spent. Well, a funny story. We actually did it one time when we were leaving Bali because they pressed it so mm-hmm. thin. It fit in our suitcase so well that they had just done our laundry, but we thought, huh, we'll just have them do it again because it's a couple bucks and it was still clean clothes. So we just gave them everything we had. They pressed it and wrapped it and then we just stuck it in our suitcase and it was the easiest our suitcase has ever yeah. closed. It's amazing. So yes, you can do laundry. Yep. Um, I think that's it, brah, right? That's it. So, wow. Like literally the next time we come on, we will be in Italy and we will be doing a podcast live from Rome. Wow. I hope you guys feel like you're going with us because that's that's what I want. I want you guys to come with us and we want to show you all the things and give you tips and inspiration and help you not just live vicariously through us, but to feel inspired and ready to plan your own trips. Um, And I'm sure there will be some entertaining stories. God can only imagine what this next week is going to bring. So I'm sure when we get back on the mic, we'll have some funny stories and it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, but I think just kind of on that last note of what you just said about bringing you along with bringing them along with us and just kind of the inspiration and stuff like that. Like, I just think it's really cool that we were healthcare travelers with a dream. Like we're no different than anybody else. We just, 
we stayed very um, regimented, very intentional with our decisions. And healthcare traveling opened this up. And there's so many healthcare travelers out there. So just knowing that like the path that we're going, if, if this does register with you and you are coming with us and you are feeling inspired, just know that this is right in your reach as well. Like we literally just followed the next right step, but it was all brought to us because of healthcare traveling and the options that that provided us. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's so, yeah, we're no different than anybody. Like this isn't some fairy tale of like, we're no trust fund babies. Yeah. Or... Like, Oh my gosh. Like this is possible for all of us. Like if this is something you want to do, whether you want to take a year, you want to take six months, whatever it is, you know, healthcare traveling is what made this possible for us. And if we can do it, anyone can. I think that's the point is like, we always want to show what what's possible and like share our own experiences to show other people what is possible to for them. And so we had a dream. We never gave up on that dream. We planned for it. We worked for it. We saved for it. We we arranged our life to support that dream. And it took us years and years and years and years because of, but we also were building a business. So we kind of at another, it probably wouldn't have taken that long, you know, to be able to save up to travel. Honestly, it's it's definitely not as expensive as people think, uh, which we did a whole episode on that if you want to go listen to it. But my point is, is that we had a dream and we stuck with it and we never gave up even when we didn't think it was possible. And here we are about to go on a year of travel and anybody listening to this, anybody is capable of of do, it doesn't mean it's not going to be work. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to figure things or out. Or harder for some. Or or work harder. Or you know. But I'm saying like it's all. This is possible, especially as a healthcare traveler, because we do have the freedom to take time off in a more flexible way and make more money and make more money and all the things. So praise, no, yeah. praise, yeehaw, amen to praise, yeehaw, amen. <laughs> Did you just say praise yeehaw amen? No, I I am so glad that that was recorded. And that was a real powerful kind of moment. But then all of a sudden the praise yeehaw amen. I didn't mean yeehaw. Who's the, isn't there like a yeemon? No. Okay, I don't know where the yeehaw comes from. Oh my gosh. Praise Praise Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Where did Yeehaw come from? I, I have no clue. We don't know where that came and from. And I had something really cool to say, but the praise Yeehaw Amen, <laughs> I think we just end it there. Praise I, Yeehaw. I, don't, I really don't know where that came from. But you know what? Were you speaking in tongues? I feel like it, because I feel like that just came through me. <laughs> it did. It didn't even sound like your voice. Like I didn't even skip a beat. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm not Aaron. Shut up. Oh my God. Don't torture me. Anyway, I guess I just, I still want to say it. I want to end it with, you know, again, I've always felt that when you can see yourself <laughs> in somebody else's path or shoes and say, yo, like they're healthcare travelers. They did this. I want to be a healthcare traveler. I am a healthcare traveler. And I also want that. It really kind of gives you that pathway and that that knowing that I can achieve that. And that's really all you need to achieve a goal is just the will and the want to, and it can happen. And so we are a testament to that. And I'm so proud of us as a couple. I'm so proud of us as individuals for sticking to this dream. And we're seven days away from achieving it. Praise Yeehaw. Praise Yeehaw. Amen. <laughs> Praise Yeehaw. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, care, okay I have to get her off. 
I said, thank you, healthcare traveling. I'm grateful and appreciative for everything you've given to us and opened up doors for us. And I will forever, ever be grateful for this opportunity and to share this with other people as well and show them what's possible. What? What to dilly yo? Okay. All right. Praise Yeehaw. Praise Yeehaw, man. Well, next time we'll see you in Italy. Make sure to follow along on Instagram and watch. And YouTubes. And the tubes. All the things. You know what to do. Follow along. It's going to be fun. And we're going to, you can watch us get fat. <laughs> Praise Yeehaw. <laughs> I'm not getting fat. No, I know. But like we're literally planning on just like eating and drinking yeah. wine through Rome for the next two weeks. Yep. So this this will come out on the 17th. So the 24th will be next week. So then the 31st of August will be our next release in Rome. So we will see you then. Come back. Tell your friends. Um, tell your yeehaw. Yeehaw, man. And, all right, babe. We're out. It's gotten out see of control. See you in Rome. See you in Rome. Win in Rome. Or listen to Rome. When in Rome, all leads, all roads lead to Rome. That's actually on our whiteboard. It says when in Rome, and we had a countdown, and now we're at seven. Okay. See, you already <laughs> know we're at seven. All right, we're out. This has gone to shit. <laughs>